Hello, and welcome to Naked and a Little Bit Afraid with Mel and Kay. Join us as we peel back the layers into a space of vulnerability, unfiltered, unscripted, 100% us, fully clothed. All right, today we have a special guest. We've had her on season one, and we were like, that that episode just blew up, so we got to bring her back. Um, you will recognize this person from a episode called Masturbation Nation. Um, I won't say her full name this time. <laughs> if you want to know what it is, just go listen to Masturbation Nation. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, Mel and I have, we kind of figured we've had some like really heavy hitter topics and um, they've been amazing. They have been amazing and we need to talk about those things, but we also need to talk about shitting ourselves too. So this episode is called <laughs> Shit Happens and we are talking about literal shit because, I mean, why not? <laughs> so, uh, without further ado. Uh, here is the person that cannot be named. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm Alex. It's <laughs> on one name basis here, but that's okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So, like, what questions? What should we start with? All right, Alex. Do you got any uh any stories that may make people feel better if they have oh shit themselves? I guess we're just gonna get right into this, eh? Yep. Well. <laughs> I know for myself personally I don't know what it is as soon as I turned 30 I just had some fucking issues like I like I remember the first time I turned 30 I went to the bathroom I was working actually and I was I fucking trusted a fart that I shouldn't have and I thought it was a little weird but I just like kept working finished my client they left I go to the bathroom and realize I literally kind of shit myself so I like took a I threw my underwear <laughs> I was already having a bad day. I threw my underwear in a garbage bag. And I remember walking to the back and there was a couple girls in there. And I was like, well, this is 38. Eh? Just shit my pants. And I threw my underwear in my fucking bag. <laughs> I was just absolutely nuts. And then like one of the girls like just tried so hard and she just couldn't even. <laughs> she just started laughing so hard. And I was, oh my God, I can't believe this. And it just continued. Can I just say <laughs> So when Kaylin was like, yeah, we're going to have Alex on and we're going to talk about how shit happens. I I didn't know we were going to actually talk about literally <laughs> pooping our pants. And then I was like, you know what, Kaylin, you just take it like you take it where we're going to go. I, I'll just follow along. I did not know we're just going to talk about shitting ourselves today. Yeah. And Kaylin's like, all right, give it to us. What happened to you? <laughs> I'm like well I pooped my panties hey Alex how you doing tell us about the time you pooped your pants <laughs> seriously that's literally what just happened and we, have that, know, we have to have a get to know Alex like literally it's been masturbating shitting ourselves yeah and I wonder why I'm single <laughs> oh god no you know this. you you know why I came in so hard with this one? Because that's what happens when you shit yourself. Is it just come? It comes in fast and hard. Yeah. Well, and like it's one thing. Like if you like, do you ever poop yourself, Kaylin? Well, I'll tell you about my experience. Okay. <laughs> but you go first. What else were you gonna say? No, I was just thinking because sometimes it's hard to like keep it tight if you do a lot of anal because your sphincter actually like releases. 
<laughs> just so everyone knows I don't do a lot of anal that really seemed very angled at me <laughs> I wish this could pick up all our laughter right now so <laughs> you can laugh with us because there's gonna be a lot of dead space that I may have to remove here yeah. <laughs> um Kaylin, tell your poop in your pants story because you were oh, giving I'm just... snapchat I mean I'm <laughs> I'm just still on this whole anal thing. <laughs> you just want everybody to know that you you don't do anal or what? Well, I don't want any false advertisement out there. You don't do it sometimes. <laughs> um, I do it like once in a blue moon. And blue moons <laughs> don't happen very often. Actually, there was a blue moon not too long ago. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and on that topic, didn't you recently have a pooping episode, Caitlin? <laughs> I did, yeah. Okay, let's get into that. But no, I didn't do anal. Um, okay, so picture this, you guys. I go to Bali for an entire month. Everyone is so paranoid about getting Bali belly, which is like this parasite that gets into your belly and makes you like sick for a few days. And you like shit yourself, right? I go the entire month without getting Bali belly. Like I was fine. I was healthy. I never felt better, actually. I come back to New Zealand and decide, since I've been eating so healthy, that eating pizza for three days straight would be a really good plan. So I ate pizza for three days straight, and then I was like, oh my god, I'm so, so sad that I did this. I better go for a run. So here I am on the beautiful trails of New Zealand, running. And it's on a public um, trail, but do they believe in outhouses not really or public toilets no not on this trail so I'm running and I'm like oh my tummy hurts a little bit I'm like that's okay like just keep going it'll be fine and then it wasn't fine I was sweating not from running and I was like I am gonna shit myself like I can feel it it is coming out of me like hot lava so here I am sweating, making deals with the devil. Like, please, I'll never eat pizza again. Like, just do not let me shit myself on this very busy trail with all of these dogs and people. And I was like getting so close to being back at home and I just couldn't. I like my whole body, every muscle of me was just tensed right up. And so then what do I do? I literally dive, like you see in the fucking movies, into this bush. I'm like, look, drop my ear. <laughs> I into this bush and I just fucking let her rip. Like, it was, it was awful. It was so awful. And then I'm like trying to be in there for 3.2 seconds so that nobody really notices. Except for like, I come out, there's like trees in my hair and I'm like, ha. <laughs> And, and then I'm like still trying to run because I'm not done. What are you a poet? <laughs> what? I said, what are you a poet? I'm trying to I didn't run. Even know it. Not done. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get I get back to the house and like yeah I had some shit in my pants because I just couldn't stop. And then I was like I was just I felt so much shame and grossness for that entire day. And then I just like showered my skin right off. And then um, I had some PTSD 
and didn't run for a bit and I still haven't eaten pizza. So <laughs> lesson learned. I wish I learned from my lessons. What about you, Mel? <laughs> Sorry, I'm just envisioning like Kaylin running right now, clenched cheeks, straight back, just dripping sweat. And to paint a really nice picture, I was wearing green leggings. Oh my god, you fit right into the forest. <laughs> Should have put my camel ones on. Oh gosh. Oh my god. That is such a bad feeling though when you said you were sweating and it wasn't from running. Like when you get like those sweats and well, then your arm hairs just stick straight up, you're like, holy fuck. The it's, poop it's sweats bad. are horrible. <laughs> Honestly, I know a person we should have them on this episode right now because they get a lot of tummy aches and a lot of poop and sweats. It's the worst. I do not like that feeling of poop sweats. Did you have like mm-hmm. a really bad tummy ache too, Kaylin? No, I well, I was fine until I got outside. And then, yeah, I had a very bad tummy ache the entire day after. And I don't know if it was, like, the shame and anxiety or if it was just <laughs> the actual pizza. Oh, gosh. Um, well, I've pooped myself. I, you know, going into this, I was like, I don't think I've pooped myself. But, yes, I have. Um, so it would have been we were at Chesmere, the lake. Ryan and Rael were skating. She would have been three. Rowan was four and a half months and then I was pregnant with Avery so I was wearing my baby my little baby pregnant with my other baby and like I started feeling hot you know how it starts like in your belly and it slowly works your way up and that it was happening and I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh I'm like it's okay it's okay just think it away think it away I'm like good job Ryan. keep skating and then it worked up and then yeah I was in a full-out sweat in my winter gear wearing a baby there was an outhouse and I'm like, oh, I got to go like, Ryan, I got to poop. So I'm like was scurrying over, but I couldn't get my pants down because I was wearing the Ergo baby with Rowan in it. And I was in a porta potty. So I had no place to put Rowan down and I'm crying because I'm pregnant and hormonal. I'm postpartum and I'm also pregnant. And like I was getting it, inching it off, but with each like move, like it was working its way down. You could feel it like the sphincter was releasing. There was just no stopping and I dumped in my pants like a good like it wasn't a oopsie like it wasn't a little bit like no it was a decent pregnancy dump in my pants whatever no one else was at the lake and I was wearing a baby and I was pregnant so come at me and I smelled like poop so who was gonna say anything to me no one (laughs) shit happens (laughs) shit happens I literally put it in the porta potty toilet and just continued, kind of try to clean myself up and then told Ryan, we got to go. <laughs> but it was horrible. I was panicking in a porta potty. Porta potty stink to begin with. Oh, so bad. And they're so small. They're so small. And I was, you know, I hadn't lost any baby weight from Roe, really, and wearing a baby. And oh, gosh, it was a disaster. So, like, yes, I have. Poop my pants. There's one thing about dealing with that yourself, but then there's another thing with a baby strapped onto you. <laughs> well, at least you can blame the smell on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Ro. Yeah. Hey, Ro, sucker. Mm-hmm. It was just the baby pooped himself. Yeah. <laughs> True. That's like adult dump. Nope, nope, definitely him. <laughs> oh gosh. Love it. Did you did you shit yourself during pregnancy? Well, like, um well, Rael, I mean? Rael was a section. Um, Rowan, I'm sure I did, but 
but I don't really, I had an epidural with him that took very well. And like, um, we were the only ones in the, on the unit. So as long as I could prevent pushing, we just let him kind of work his way down. So by the time I pushed, he was kind of out already, but I'm sure I did. You, If you're going to have a baby, you pretty much poop. Avery, I'm 100% certain I did because the epidural did not take. So I could feel everything down there. And I I do remember pushing like, oh, and then I was like, oh, I pooped myself. And she was like, oh, no, no, honey, it's okay. I'm like, no, no, I'm just telling you, like, take it away. Put a clean pad there for me. Like, I know I'm going to shit myself. So yes, I know for Avery, most certainly, 100%, I felt it because you're pushing like you're pooping. That's exactly how you push. So shit's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Avery was like, so you pooped on my face? I'm like, no, I didn't <laughs> poop on your face. I pooped as I was trying to push you out. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Welcome to the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's going to go to school and be like, did your mom's poop on your face? Yeah. Oh, 100% because mine did. Claim to fame. <laughs> Do you guys, are you nervous? Like, I like this actually, I really like this topic of poop because are you nervous to poop in public? Oh, yeah. Nope. No, me neither. <laughs> you are, Caleb. Are you oh, now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you really just kind of broke the seal, right? Right in nature. No, I actually have like a lot of anxiety around pooping in public or like at people's houses or anything. Like, it's just really? like, yeah, heaven forbid someone knows I poop or like taking too long in the bathroom. I don't know. It panics me. So that's fair because I used to kind of be like that, but you know what changed it? I'm not going to lie. This is, I remember I was in West Ed because like West Ed is like such a big mall with like so many different people. And I remember I was in West Ed and I remember going to the bathroom and you know, you always like, I literally am that type of person that I put toilet paper in my butt. So if I fart, it just like falls into the toilet paper and it doesn't make a sound, you know? But then I like the one day I was sitting there and I was trying to go to the bathroom like as quiet as possible because like I'm a lady, (laughs) but literally like this woman beside me in like two stalls down just fucking let her rip and it was like (laughs) and she just farted and all I could think about was God, that probably was so nice, you know, like honestly, like who wants to sit there and try so hard to hold in your fart and then have a tummy ache and not feel good the rest of the day or you're like trying to like slowly sneak it out throughout the day fuck that so anyways now every single time i sit on the toilet i don't give a shit we are literally in the public washroom it is a washroom and i'm gonna fart because i want to leave here feeling great you're going in with a purpose your purpose is to relieve yourself so relieve yourself yep and i do and i (laughs) yeah i've never had like my dad i grew up with a dad who had crohn's so also when you gotta go you gotta go with Crohn's and like so I've just gotten I've never had an issue pooping peeing farting in public I remember though we were in when this was when Ryan and I lived in Germany my parents came to visit us and we were at Neuschwanstein the big like Cinderella castle that um and uh my dad's like I need to use the washroom so he goes and he opens up and all you can smell is fresh linen because my dad carries around a little air freshener that he sprays. But I think oh he God. like oversprayed it because he opened up the bathroom door and my mom's like, smells like freaking fresh linen and poop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's dad. What a combo. But yeah, like my kids don't have an issue. They'll poop anywhere. 
which is good though because they never come home with tummy aches because they'll poop at school because I know a lot of children and adults they don't like to poop in public and there's a lot of GI distress that happens with that oh so much and like so much constipation like just let her go I mean hopefully you don't poop your pants but if you do know it's normal and also just fart yeah okay everyone does it Okay, so this happened to me this summer because this last summer, like, I don't know, I had some health issues. I went jaundice for a bit. Long story short, I had a gallstone stuck in my bile duct. And when I went and visited my mom, um, the first couple days I did not bad. Like, I was able to kind of do everything I wanted. But then after, I just couldn't handle the pain anymore. So I ended up in the hospital in Kelowna, like Saturday, Sunday, Monday night, and then Monday during the day, I ended up getting surgery, so they were able to get the gallstone out. So it all worked out super awesome. However, <laughs> what happened was when, because like I literally couldn't eat for two weeks, but then because I couldn't eat for two weeks, like I didn't have obviously a lot in my system, but obviously there's still stuff in your system, but I also couldn't go to the bathroom for like two weeks. So when the surgery was over the next day, it was Tuesday. I felt so unbelievably amazing and I could tell my body wanted to go to the bathroom. And so I was like, okay, like it's time. Let's do this. I'm excited. So I sit on the toilet and I'm like, oh no, it's going to be a while. I'm, I don't have time to sit here. I want to go home. So I just like waited, got out of the hospital, hopped on the scooter, bike or bike or scootered to my mom's. And then I go um, upstairs. I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I went to go to the bathroom. And because it had been like two weeks since I went to the washroom, like it was so I was so bunged up like I could not like everything was so bad and so I'm like sitting there thinking like fuck like what could I use <laughs> to like pick out this poop because it's too big it can't make it out my hole <laughs> so then I was like you know what I have a comb in my makeup bag I could just use this thing <laughs> and then I'll just throw it out, right? I'm, and you know what? Honestly, the thing that was going through my head is I'm going to have to put it at the bottom of the garbage because my mom would be the type of person, oh, why did somebody throw this perfectly good comb and then she'd pick it out of the garbage? So I was making sure. I'm like, okay, I'll just hide this in the garbage is what I was truthfully thinking. So I'm like, okay. So it was like one of those combs with like the pointy plastic end. So I shoved that comb up my bum and I was like trying to like flick everything out and it was working I'm like oh fucking perfect right trying to get piece by piece out until I lost control and I flicked too hard and I like flipped my bum hole inside out I like got the side of my asshole and I flipped it out and I gave myself the biggest hemorrhoid anyone ever did see oh my god it hurt so bad and you know like there's nothing you can do but on the toilet so anyways obviously still threw the comb out but I had no choice I had to use my finger and I wish I started with my finger because then I probably wouldn't have damaged my asshole but um yeah so anyways and it's kind of funny because it stems back from when I was first born my mom said that they used to have to do that to me when I was a baby because I've always had constipation issues she said that they would just like put my legs back and like she'd have to use her finger and roll out my little turds like something's never changed 31 years later here I am <laughs> come full circle Alex full circle <laughs> Jesus gosh darn it <sighs> oh gosh I haven't laughed that hard in a while gosh that was good <laughs> so I'm not gonna... um oh don't give medical advice so please don't ever use a cold <laughs> <laughs> oh please start with your finger <laughs> oh gosh you know I I had to do that once it was after our um, 
first miscarriage and uh i had to take t3 because it was quite painful and uh t3s are constipating and i don't and oh my word i like yeah it wasn't it was stuck like i and i like it was stuck i however have gloves because i'm overly prepared and i have had to disinfect people before so i did not use a comb i use lubricant and my finger <laughs> if only i was that smart to get it out but like so and like honestly i sat there for a while till i'm like i mean i'm married he is downstairs i could just ask him to come i'm like ah, i don't really want to hey ryan babe can you come dislodge this piece of crap from my ass like <laughs> So I did not. I just did it myself. But it doesn't. Yeah, that that is a really uncomfortable pain when you know there's something that has to come out and it will not come out. And I can't imagine giving myself a hemorrhoid using a comb. Yeah, like that happened at the end of July. I made it home on August 1st. I come home. So, yeah, like it's been a full month for that thing. That sucker had finally healed. That would have been painful. Like how big I was, was it? Scared. Like it was or like the size of probably a pinky nail. Oi! Yeah, I remember the girls at work because, like, obviously I get so scared because I just don't want anything to be wrong with me. So there I am, like, right in the front of the spa, <laughs> bent over, butt cheeks wide. I'm like, is this a hemorrhoid? <laughs> like anyone can walk in, and I was <laughs> like, well, just quickly take a look. Is this a hemorrhoid or not? <laughs> or is this damage? <laughs> Oh gosh. Poor Alex had to take a break from anal. <laughs> oh god. Well, and that's the thing is I've had compliments on my bum hole before, you know. But I don't use <laughs> I don't like using it very often. It's just for show. And Buck says it's gonna be episode number two, our highest episode ever. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. No, it happens. It happens. Poop happens. Um have you ever peed your pants? Oh yeah, I got a pretty good oh, bladder. Do you? No, yeah. I do not. No, I'm. I'm very. I'm. I should really get checked out. Yeah, I just have too many. I've had too many bladder infections that like well, I pee myself quite frequently. Actually, I need to see a pelvic floor therapist. <clears throat> mhm. No, I. That's the one thing kids did not wreck my pelvic floor. Oh, that's good to know that there is still hope. Yeah, I've got a solid pelvic floor. I do. I have a bladder like a t- the only thing is now so like I have a tank for a bladder. I can go quite a long time, but now when I have like if I haven't went for like let's say it's late afternoon and I haven't went since the morning and then it's like oh you're you have to go like I don't have very long now whereas before kids I could be like okay, I got to find a bathroom. Now when I get that sensation like I do I've got like a small window, but no, like I can jump. I don't leave. I don't. Yeah. I have a good pelvic floor. That's so, handy. Nice. Yeah. I have a really good one. So I hope when I have kids that like, even like the same thing, cause my bladder is huge. So even if I don't have fill it up all the way anymore, as long as I just like go to the bathroom more frequently or something. Yeah, no. And, and you know <clears throat> what they say? And I don't know. Someone listened to this and I'm totally wrong. Please message me so I can correct this. But like, I was reading somewhere, I heard somewhere that the whole like, okay, make sure you go to the bathroom before we drive. Like, you know, that thing is actually not good for our pelvic floor and our bladder. 
it actually yeah. makes you because you're not actually making it work. Like, you know how you make muscles stronger by working them a little bit. Apparently when you're telling yourself go before you leave, it's making it weaker. I don't really know anything behind it other than I heard that. I was like, hmm, interesting. As a parent, I, heard- I don't want to stop for you to go pee. So please go pee before we leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've heard that like, if you do have a very um, tight or overworked pelvic floor, like um, doing kegels and stuff can actually be damaging to it. Like it can be like too tight and it's just like, I don't know. It's just, I need to go see someone for sure because I can hold my bladder for a long time, but I also don't get the urge to go pee until it's like too late. Mm. Then it's like a huge rush. So I got to start peeing more. Mm-hmm. Go pee more. Yeah. Work, yeah. That, work that pelvic floor. I have a friend who's a pelvic floor therapist, or I know someone who is. A couple people actually. That'd be an interesting job. It would be because mm-hmm. I can imagine that would be really difficult because, like, you understand what you're saying, but trying to explain how to do it without physically being able to show them or, like, you know what I mean. Like, I feel like that would actually be a very tricky job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you'd have to be really good with how you like your communication style. Yeah. Because, yeah, like fitness, you can show someone, like, do this or, you know, whatever. But, yeah, that you literally cannot show them. No, you, like, need to use your word. Mm -hmm. Something Alex isn't good at. (laughs) No, I hate words. (laughs) I fucking hate English. It's a really tough language. English is a tough language. Yeah. (laughs) It's my only language, for fuck's sakes. (laughs) That's a problem. Oh, man. What conversation. Mm-hmm. Have you done anal, Mel? No. I'm, I'm curious, too. No? <clears throat> my mom's not totally going to be listening to this. If Alex did not scare my mom off. Because <laughs> I have a feeling my mother may have heard the whole anal conversation and been like, nope, not listening to this one. <laughs> she did not listen to <laughs> Masturbation Nation. <laughs> That's funny. My sister said she tried to because I was like, oh, yeah, I went on the podcast and Paige is like, I couldn't listen to it. I stopped listening to it. I'm like, oh, my God, you're such a prude. And then my (laughs) other sister, Courtney, she's why? What a weirdo. It was totally fine. I'm like, that's what I thought. But Paige is just so weird. (laughs) I think it really like a lot of these like this conversation. It just makes people uncomfortable. Like it does. People just clam up. I'll tell you what. Oh, Mm -hmm. Oh, you go. Sorry, Alex. Oh, Paige doesn't even want to introduce me to her friends because she's worried I'm going to embarrass her. <laughs> I'm not even joking one bit. This is hilarious. I was very nervous to bring you around my family. I'm not going to lie. Me? Oh, God, I don't blame you one bit. I think my family is finally starting to understand, like, this is who I am. And I don't change for anybody. I think that's perfect. So, like, when you- I... Well, you just know what you're going to get. Well, kind of, sort of, you know. If you've got any secrets with Alex, they just may come out. We learned that during Masturbation Nation, SQ Anonymous, right, Caitlin? (laughs) I have a lot of members in that club now. I'll have you guys know. (laughs) (laughs) And I really appreciate everyone that has reached out and supported me. (laughs) And I just want to say I'm very grateful that a good portion of our of our listeners are squirters we 
are going to unite and we're going to have an event. Have <laughs> an event. We'll just put down some pee pads and call it a day. <laughs> just I should at least have some targets. SQ <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anonymous target practice starts tomorrow. <laughs> oh, I can't even. My chest hurts. Gosh, what an emotional roller coaster I've been on today already. Whew. No kidding. <laughs> Riding these waves. Oh, God, I understand. The other day I was in the staff room and I was literally like I was laughing, but I was mad. And so I was talking about it. But then I'm like, oh, my God, I think I'm going to cry. And Delaney's like, just let it out, buddy. And so then I started crying. But then I laughed and then I cried. And then I laughed probably 15 times in a matter of like three minutes. <laughs> I'm just like, just crazy. And then you walk out, huh? Come on in, how's it going? <laughs> if oh. anyone told the full story, they'd be like, holy fuck, she's nuts. <laughs> That's me. That's what I told my sister today. I messaged her. I was like, I'm keeping my cool right now. I'm so emotionally dysregulated, but I am trying to keep myself regulated. I'm probably going to cry when this is all done, but I got to keep my shit together right now. Oh, gosh. And now we're talking about poop and... SQ Anonymous and oh, yeah. what a ride. Have you ever squirted? Me? No? Yeah. Rare. 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 So, yeah. Yeah, but rare. I couldn't mm. be SQ Anonymous. No, I wish. I never have. No? No. Kaylin, hmm. founding member of SQ Anonymous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tips tricks let her go <laughs> see alex i'm quite shocked with you that you have not yeah no hmm. well it was funny even like i just <clears throat> i don't pick up the right men i think first of all <laughs> that's my first problem mm-hmm. <laughs> um and it's kind of funny because i remember because like i was on like antidepressants and I was like trying to figure it out and I'm like why can't I like I was having a hard time like coming with all these men and stuff well not all these men like Jesus Christ I didn't watch <laughs> but, but I was like having a hard time and, and I um I said to my doctor or whatever and so she's like okay well we can try you the- on this and on this and so like I tried like different ones that are like supposed to be a lot easier And I remember talking to a friend and she said that she went through the same thing, but then she was like, but like, can you make yourself? And I was like, well, yeah. She's like, well, then it's not you. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, it's not you. It's them. And I was like, oh, I never thought about that. And so then I went back to my doctor and I just told her, I said, I've just realized they don't work hard enough. (laughs) And then she was like, oh, so I went back on the original stuff that I felt better on. And then, yeah, I just basically said that like, it's, Cause yeah, I'm like, I guess I just do more of the work than they do. <laughs> so yeah, I just got to find myself a good worker. <laughs> Caitlin, yeah. Yeah, that is a hundred percent. Like um, mm. Alex and I have talked about sex, obviously. And um, she is a, she's a giver through and through. And I used to be like that until I got extremely selfish with my own pleasure. And now I just don't, you know, like, I I think it it's like, it's a, it's a partner game, you know, like, yeah, it's, um, what I've learned 
is um in order for me to squirt I can't be like super overstimulated like um <laughs> like are we going into this or what <laughs> well you might have started it like I can't like I just I just literally need a little bit of foreplay and then I'm good to go and um I just know what works and I'm very good at voicing that and um yeah and it's just magic (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I can't be overstimulated though like no toys no going down on me like literally I just need your fingers and your wiener and that's it (laughs) I just love how shy you get you're like your fingers and your wiener (laughs) you're like oh god I just said that no I'm like I made Alex blush to the other day actually oh did your necklace just break the one you gave me oh keep talking I'll see if I can fix it you and Alex are talking about you made Alex blush. Like what a oh. what an emotional roller coaster for you now. It's been a really tough day, guys. Aw. Okay. Keep talking. Um you Yeah, no, Alex. that was that was just the the story. Alex is getting a little bit more PG. It's weird. Really, Alex? Yeah, yeah it is weird. Like Why? I tried really hard the other night. What? Is there a reason? Do you know or just no, I don't know. Like because like she's normally ready like, for I'm... love. Oh good God, don't embarrass me. <laughs> so this is love. Gosh. <laughs> but like seriously, like even like there's this one guy that I bang every once in a while and our friends are talking and and like he would say something and then it would make me so nervous because like I'm used to talking, I'm used to being the talker. Mm-hmm. And so then to have him being the talker, it's so different. Because he's, like, talking about how, like, he, like, hates my dog or whatever. And I'm, like, why? And he's, like, because he licked my butt. I'm, like, why would you let him lick your butt? He's, like, because I was fucking facing your vagina, like, my your knees were up by my ears or whatever the fuck he said. And I'm, like, <laughs> and he, like, saying in front of everybody. And I'm, like, ah! like, oh, my God, don't talk anymore. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> but, like, if it, I said that, it would be fine. So, like, I'm getting used to this other reverse roles. It's quite, mm. it's quite weird. But, like not being in control of the like what's going to come out of, yeah about you yeah. out of someone else's mouth it's very like yeah because what did you say to me Kaylin? i don't want to repeat it <laughs> yeah just... she made me blush i remember that i can't remember it otherwise i would still say it i just said that like <laughs> <laughs> well Kaylin, i'm sorry but there's been lead up to this now, and you are going to have to say it because I will not leave our listeners hanging, nor my ears and wandering mind, what you said to make Alex blush. Because we've all listened to Alex and Masturbation Nation, and we need to know what made Alex, who has no last name on this podcast, blush. Okay, we were talking about the use of condoms mm-hmm. and not using condoms. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not medical advice. <laughs> Nothing on this podcast ever is, people. And I just, all I did was I prefer no condoms because I just, you know, I just want them to feel how hard this vagina is working for them and they can be in all of my ooey gooey goodness. Right. 
she was like you know what? Ew, ew, ew. I can't I actually thought it was going to be something a little bit more that right? that made you blush Alex it's because she's she said it like I want them to get into all this ooey gooey goodness <laughs> and that's when I was like oh, oh, oh my god Kaylin she said it a lot more intense <laughs> oh she really got ooey gooey goodness yeah I'm like oh, oh my gosh <laughs> oh I just love Alex when you're on this is fantastic I love all our guests Alex you just break open the vault I can't fix it necklace <laughs> interesting <laughs> um i'm very fascinated with this whole shift in your pg-ness this fascinates me alex mm-hmm. i don't know it's super weird like yeah because i would say a, a lot of things whenever whenever and now it's like i don't know maybe i'm growing up it's weird is it around certain people or just kind of in general i think i guess in a sense maybe it's starting to be around certain people Mm-hmm. certain people I just like because before I like truly just didn't care I would just say and do whatever but like now around certain people because I guess like like I don't care that they're judging me but I care that they're judging me so sometimes if I just don't want to be judged I just don't say it in front of them mm-hmm. if that makes sense yeah and I mean I think as humans though like in general even when you say well, I don't care what people think about me I mean there has to be a level of care that's how we mm-hmm. exist in this world and we do what we do and we propel ourselves a bit. Right. Yeah. But interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think something just really is shifting in Alex too. Like she ready to settle down a little bit. Oh geez. Let's not get sentimental on me. <laughs> you ready to settle down? Like I probably could, but I don't know. What do you look like, man, Alex? Oh my god, you don't have time for my list. You have a big one. The, the <laughs> thing is, is she made one finally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I did. Basically, so this is what's really hard is I want to find someone that's just like me. <laughs> but a boy version. Because like I want to mm-hmm. do the same things that I do now. You know? And so like I mean, I still want somebody a little bit opposite. But at the same time, like, I want them to be, like, adventurous and, like, wild and still want to do things and go crazy. Because, like, even, like, I've seen this one video and I thought it was so true because everyone's, like, this is what my life used to be like. And it was, like, them partying. And then it's, like, now this is what my life is. And they're, like, in bed at nine. But why does it have to be like that? Like, why can you only do one or the other? Like, it bugs the shit out of me. <laughs> shit always happens like that (laughs) like and so like I just really wish that like so I seen this one video where it was like you know me at like five in the morning and they're like partying super hard and then like they had another it like went to the next clip and it was like me at five in the morning and they're like getting ready to go on a hot air balloon ride to like see the sunrise Mm -hmm. I'm like that is what I am that is what I like I'm a little bit of everything like I like to go and party I like to be responsible and I like to do other things too but like I don't think it's bad to just do everything. You don't have to do one or the other. And like finding people that feel that way, it's hard because like they literally just go from hot to cold. Like there's just no warm. Or do you think maybe it's a shift? Just a shift? Because I like to have a good time, but I love to go to bed at like 830 now. (laughs) But like if you get me out there, like I'm ready to party. Like I I enjoy that too. 
but it's, I would think like a shift. Well, no, I just think like, it's, it's hard just meeting the people. Like for instance, even men too, sometimes they have a hard time balancing just the fact that like, like if we're to have kids, our life isn't over. Right. Like that doesn't mean we have to be home every day. That doesn't mean we have to like, you know, go to bed and be on a, a strict schedule. Like that kid needs to be napping by 1237 PM. You know what I mean? Like, that's not how I have ever been. And that's not how I'm ever going to be. But there's so many people that just are like that. So it's hard to find someone like even meal prepping. Like, I don't have to be home every single Sunday to make sure that I meal prep every single Sunday. So I set myself up for a successful week. Because then in my opinion, if I'm not here on a Sunday and I don't meal prep, well, I already know this week is going to be trash. Because I didn't do what I'm supposed to. So I... We'll meal prep sometimes Saturday night. I'll meal prep Sunday. Sometimes I meal prep Monday mornings. Mm -hmm. Like I don't, like I just, I hate the whole scheduled life and finding people that are able to be like, I don't know, like spontaneous. It's hard. Like there's more people I feel that need a scheduled life in order for their mind to be okay than for them to be spontaneous. Yeah. Ryan and I are polar opposites. I'm a scheduled person and Ryan's spontaneous and we work so perfect together. Like we are like fundamentally, like we've said it before, drastically different human beings. On paper, one would be like, how do you two work? (laughs) However, we work very well. I think, I don't know. (laughs) Maybe we don't, but like, so maybe, because yeah, Ryan and I are not the same. He just ran a half marathon this morning. Oh, good for him. Yeah, good for him. I said, no, (laughs) I was supposed to do it with him. But I was like, you know what? You're leaving for work. And I got to teach a class. Yeah, no. Then he just went and did it himself. Good for him. No. And now he has the kids at the park. And now he took the kids to the park because I told him he's leaving for work for the next few days. And he, you know, take the kids to the park. He was going to fold laundry for me. Oh, that's nice. Which is very nice, but I said, go take the kids. So yeah, he's at the park with the kids. He met us at Rowan's Hockey. But maybe it's, maybe you're trying to find someone so much like you that the person you're meant to be with is actually not like you. And they're, you're just passing them by. Well, it's possible, but I just came up with this theory recently, so I'm not sure yet. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. yeah and like, I don't know. Sorry, go ahead. Nope. Mine kind of changes the subject to you, go. Oh, no, it's nothing. Okay. Well, and I think about my relationship with you, Mel, and I think about my relationship with you, Alex, and, like, Mel is, like, type A. I mean, she's getting really good, but, and, like, schedules and stuff, but, like, we balance each other out, and then with you and me, Alex, like, you're, like, my spontaneous person, and um, I think that, I think you and I are very similar, And so, like, hearing you say that you want someone exactly like you and I'm just, like, you know, in my head, I'm like, would that actually work? Because for so long, we've always been told, like, opposites attract and blah, 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 blah. But, like, I don't know if the world could handle two of you at the same time, like, in a relationship. (laughs) But it also could be perfect. I don't know. I don't know how how, how this works. Because when I look at a lot of couples, they are very opposite. But then... Um, I have some people in my life that are like pretty much the same person. So it's interesting. I don't know. What I think I'm excited. No, you go. 
I'm just excited to see who ends up being your husband. Like, oh, that's going to be a very interesting character. <laughs> I'm pretty sure anyone that knows me, they're going to be surprised. Because, like, it takes a lot to be able to to handle all the words that come out of my mouth and my actions. <laughs> it's actually a walk in the park. <laughs> I think, too, we, like, we make this big, long grocery list of who we want or what we want in our life. And like, we've talked so many times before, like what's meant to be will be, I mean, we all, yeah. But like we often like miss whether it's a friendship or a partner or whatever, like that person that's meant to be there because they don't check off everything on the grocery list when you could probably make a perfect meal with whatever they have. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. So right. right. <laughs> that was something. Like, <laughs> just take the scraps from your kitchen and call it good, guys. No. <laughs> I was thinking something about tossing a salad. <laughs> That's what I got out of it. <laughs> okay, Mel, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I think that the list is good because for me, I get very caught up mm. in um situations i don't know how to put this properly but and so it's like kind of like a guiding post for me like i understand that like my future husband may not check all of these boxes but i also know like which ones are non-negotiable mm-hmm. and having that on paper is very important because it keeps me accountable to myself mm. whereas i think when you get into like a relationship where you start hanging out with someone it's so easy to just get caught up in all of like the honeymoon phase and be like everything's amazing and then you don't really have anything to check yourself you know that's where I'm like the list is very important to me to Mm -hmm. check myself to be like okay like what are you actually overlooking personally no that's a good take I like I and I do agree with the non-negotiables like when I met Ryan, there were some non-negotiables. Like, if you don't respect me, oh for sure, we're done. Like, I demand respect, and I you, I hope you demand that of me as well. Like, yeah. and not and not even a demand, just a mutual understanding that we respect each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Because yeah. yeah. I always thought I'd end up with someone similar to me in regards to like the routine and all, you know, X, Y, Z. And that is not Ryan at all, <laughs> which has been very good for me because yeah. he's the spontaneity. Like I love to have fun, but I need to know when I used to need to know when like, okay, so we're going out Friday night. This is what we're doing. Sweet deal. I'm um, good time. Whereas now I can go and like, Hey, we're going doing this today. Sweet. Great. That he has brought that out in me for sure. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause like, I think like when I say like, like I don't want someone like exactly like me because like I have some traits in myself that I would like to change, <laughs> you know? So like more so like, I just want someone who is like as funny as I am. I want someone who's like really, you know, like spontaneous and adventurous and likes to drive and goes place and doesn't take things so freaking serious. I hate it when you get embarrassed and then all of a sudden you get mad and like the night's over because you're like going to sit in the corner and pout, you know, like I just like it when people have a good sense of humor and just a good relaxing personality. 
but like for instance me like technically like it's already like almost 2 p.m and I'm still sitting here in my pajamas and I have literally my dining room ripped apart my I have my boards in my garage that need painting (laughs) like I have so much shit to do and I'm just like do 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 I'll do it next year (laughs) you know I mean there's like lots of things that like obviously like it would be nice if I had someone maybe a little bit more motivated and stuff but there's just like a lot of my qualities that I just hope to find in someone because it'd be like a friend so like my friends are a lot like me well Kayla and I say and I are like we have certain aspects that we're a lot alike and like even my other friend like Delaney we're different and like we have a lot of like similarities in like different ways which is nice because then when it does comes to the other parts of the personalities, they help balance each other out too. Right. So like, that's why it's nice though, when you meet someone that you just have so many similarities with. And I think it's a big deal for me now because my ex and I did not. And like, I never realized how opposite we were. Like I like swimming. He likes skateboarding. Like I wanted to like sit and watch a movie. He wanted to party till 5am and nobody, nobody could stop that man. He wanted to be the last guy standing, you know, like, there was just so many, like, we had nothing in common. <laughs> like, like I think back, like, we literally had nothing in common. So I just want to, I just want someone that's like me in that sense, where we can, like, have a great time and be best friends and, like, try to do that whole family thing and then still have a good time at the end of it and not need a schedule to make sure that we're doing it right. Yeah. Not to get all fucking weird on you guys, but. <laughs> that's not weird. Well, that's not weird. <laughs> I'm like, oh god, guys are making me talk about my feelings. (laughs) No, that's fair. Literally and metaphorically, we gotta give the (laughs) listeners everything. How did you know Ryan was the one? It was just um, like there was no specific like aha moment. I was always in all the other relationships, like waiting for an aha, like. you know that profound and him it just from the moment I met him it felt right and even when we were um in a little heated turmoil part of our relationship like my gut and my heart like I rode the waves of like I was pissed and like oh get be done with him not but I just something kept pulling me there and it felt right and I felt safe like I just felt safe, even though we were so different, I felt very safe to just be me. And there, yeah, there was no profound. It just felt safe and warm and right. And every time I was away from him, I wanted to be with him. And when I'd see his name on my phone, like I'd get butterflies and I still get butterflies. Like we had been dating for a year and a half and he was in Walmart just happened the same time my friend and I were in Walmart and I saw him across the way and my friend looked at me and my face got all blushed like she's like it's like you just met this man I was so excited to see him and I got butterflies and yeah there was no profound he did not do one thing or it was just really honestly like when you know you know you don't have to work even if you're different if there's differences like there's always work in a relationship, but it's not arduous, cumbersome. Fuck, I don't want to do this work. That it's a I want to do this work because I don't want to be in this life without you. It's mm-hmm. a beautiful way of putting it. Yeah. So I have no profound words of 
It just, I think you just know when they fit in your puzzle piece. You don't have to force it. No, it just works. It's just easy. I remember my cousin saying that when she met her husband. She said it was just so easy. Like, it wasn't like, you want to come over? Well, no, like, I better do this and go here and do this. And it was just like, yeah, like, I want to spend time with you. So I'm going to make the effort and we're just going to, we're just going to spend time together. Mm -hmm. There's no excuses. Like, let's do this. Yeah. And it's, yeah, I, like, our first date was at a restaurant in Camrose (laughs) and we had, we ordered cheese toast and it was like a piece of Wonder Bread with sliced cheese on top of it. And I just remember like looking at him and we just both started laughing like, what a great first date. <laughs> but like there there was there's everything's just great. I don't know, like cheese toast on Wonder Bread. What a great date to me. <laughs> like mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I don't know. It's just everything. I just going. Yeah. I just love spending time with him. How did you meet? Um, so I had just gotten out of a relationship um not the best one and uh his roommate's girlfriend her and I were going to nursing school together and I was at a wedding reception and she messaged me hey come hang out at Geo's I'm like one of the only girls here da 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 I was like oh right. you know all right so I left the wedding reception to go to the pub or the bar and I walked in and there were a lot of other females there and I was like oh shit and she was like Courtney and she like pointed to me. So apparently she was pimping out her friends on her Facebook. And Ryan just said, oh, yeah, she looks fun. And so it was me. And so she introduced us. And uh, we hooked up that night. <laughs> and he drove me to work the next day. And I thought that was going to be it. And then he messaged me the next day. And we just kept hanging out. Yeah. So that helped me prove one of my feelings. <laughs> Oh, did it? Yes, because I am not going to put in all this work and effort and not have sex with you for like three or six months to find out that there is absolutely nothing good in the bedroom. Mm. Mm. Like, I just hate that. And that's for some other people. Absolutely. You do whatever you feel comfortable with. But I am very comfortable with having sex with you on the first date. (laughs) And you know, I I don't want to put that out there, but you know what I mean? Yeah, I am like almost opposite I was I don't know he just the minute I met him I felt instantly safe and I had never felt that way in a relationship before I don't know what it was like yeah he just made me feel like I knew him forever Mm. yeah he was cute I mean I was slightly inebriated that probably helped a little bit but was he still cute the next morning (laughs) 100% yeah you know no (laughs) no No, I woke Yeah, I remember waking up though and being like, what did I just do? But yeah, he came over the next night and yeah, still gives me butterflies. Yeah, that's cute. And I know that like specifically with guys, because I always ask, like I have so many clients and like obviously most of them are women. And I always ask that question. How did you meet your husband? or How did you meet your boyfriend? Because the stories are honestly so fun. I love every Mm -hmm. single one of them. And I would say the majority, the women are like, oh my God, this guy was so annoying. I hated him. I did not like him. But he kept chasing me and he would leave me alone. And then finally, basically the women cave and then they end up getting married. (laughs) 
I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm not joking. So, um, but it's just super cute because like that's, I've heard so many things about that where like the men literally have to want you. And we're like, the man is like after the woman, because like, if he wants you, he will literally do anything to have you. And I'm not going to lie to you. Like even the girl that my brother is with right now, <laughs> like he chased her forever. I have never not once known my brother to chase a woman ever. He literally is always like, mm, nah, not into her. Her toe is longer than her big toe. I'm out. Like he literally is so unbelievably like that. And, but there was just something about this girl. He fucking liked her and he worked for her like <laughs> hard. And it's actually like, it's crazy how that happens. Like when you just know, you know, and it was actually really cute. And he'll probably be so pissed if he ever hears me talking on this or whatever, if he ever hears it. But like, I remember he said that he was at her work the one day and they were talking. And then he said something about like the pen because she had this pen. And then she's like, whatever. And then he's like, well, can I have it? Because my brother's like very sentimental. And then she's like, sure, I don't care. Have this pen. And I guess she's not sentimental like that with stuff. And then he was like, oh, yeah, no, I'll take it. He's like, I'll sign our I'll sign our marriage certificate with this pen or whatever he said. And then she like looked at him. And then like, it's funny because she's like, what weird? Like, why would you do that? It's just a pen. But to him, it's like not. So like even just for him saying something like that, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, wow, he must really like you. <laughs> see and I like uh it's weird for me because Ryan is so in relationships before uh, my love language is not gifts but that's how these people um that I was seeing like they yeah they went above and beyond gifting me and doing all of this stuff to the point where that's what I thought I wanted and oh yeah 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 and then when I met Ryan like he is like when Ryan gives you a gift, there's a lot of thought and there's a lot of mean like the pen, like there's a lot of thought and there's a lot of meaning behind his gifts. He doesn't just throw gifts at me for like, you know, everything. We're not a gift couple, but when he gives me something, like I know there was a lot of thought, a lot of meaning and it it's not just a because gift. Like, you mm -hmm. know, just like, no, I really wanted to give you this. I saw this and yeah, and it just like, I love the meaning. Like if they get married and he pulls out that pen, like she may not know it now, but man, oh man, like that would just be like, <sighs> yeah, <laughs> seriously though. And my brother's the type that he would, he fucking would pull out that pen. He put it in his memory box. Again, Jonas would fucking kill me if he ever, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, that's lovely. Mm -hmm. I love love. Yeah, I love love. Ugh. Don't ugh. So then, I'm just curious. Then, what is your love language? Then, if it's not gift giving, what did you learn that you really love? Uh, words of affirmation and acts of service. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I'm a very big words of affirmation person. Yeah, but it's also I find love languages. I find that stuff fascinating too because I'm not. My love language isn't gifts. I often misstep on those whose love language is gifts that I completely forget about it. Mm. Like, no, they don't want me to cook them a meal. They want a gift, Mel, you dummy. But like, <laughs> I miss that mark quite frequently. No, I'm the same way because I, I don't like giving gifts and I don't like receiving them. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't mind. Like, I actually enjoy giving gifts because like, I like to put the thought. I just, I don't. 
that's not the first thing that comes to my mind when I'm like, ooh, I want to show this person that I love them and I care for them. Mm-hmm. And then yep. I hear I go telling them all these things. You're amazing. You're wonderful and smart. And they're probably like, oh my God, shut up. Just buy me a Starbucks gift card. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Because like even with gifts, like one of my favorite things to do is like, if I do give gifts, like I don't want to just like give you, like it's like a project. I always make a craft of some sort. Like I remember I made like a pizza out of money and like put it and like put like scratch cards on the top or whatever and gave it to my brother for his 21st birthday. Or like, I remember my mom one of her favorite colors is yellow and my Baba's favorite flower was sunflowers. So like I gave her her present. It's just like this ugly looking box. And she's like, Oh my God, thanks. You know? And then she opens it and it's nothing special, but it's just the fact that like, I like grew like yellow um, tissue paper to the ends. And I had like a whole bunch. That's so weird. My mom literally just messaged me, but then I have like um, a whole bunch of like yellow tissue paper in there and everything I bought I bought her like lip gloss and a, like a bomb like a bath bomb and all this stuff but everything in there was yellow there's like things like that like I just I like the presentation is what I'm about <laughs> oh my god yeah. remember when we woke up super early on my birthday at the retreat and you gave me like that box of like you gave me like that pizza box with all of the very like my favorite things in them in it oh yeah so sweet you're a good gift giver yeah it's all about the presentation that's what i love what's your love language kaylin you know i love them all but um probably quality time is very important Mm -hmm. to me Mm -hmm. and um I've like I used to there was like lots of trauma around gifts but I've worked through that and I've realized that people actually have the capability of giving gifts without attaching guilt to it so that's mm-hmm. refreshing so once I've once I learned that like I can actually receive gifts now and feel good about it and I don't like um because you have two gifts like because it's like your birthday or christmas or whatever like i mean the two necklaces i've just randomly gave you mel is just because i'm like oh this is mel here you go <laughs> and those mean so much more to people than just a birthday gift or christmas. yeah 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 i really yeah, so go yeah i'm i'm that way um words of affirmation um I I love that like I need that but sometimes it also makes me feel awkward Mm. so yeah I don't know quality time probably and acts of service too I don't know I like them all but probably quality time is up there yeah yeah oh man wow look where this convo went pooping our pants to love language (laughs) and Alex what's yours um, it like, cause like that's, I agree with you, like with it's like acts of service and like quality time. Cause like, in my opinion, they're like kind of the same thing because like acts of service is really important because I really appreciate it when people do things for me because they're literally taking the time out of their day to do something for me. And then it's like quality time because again, that time is revolving around me. So like, I don't know, I really appreciate that. Cause then it makes me feel like I'm worth it. And then also words of affirmation, because like, it's nice to obviously hear what they like about you or what you did that made them happy. 
because obviously I would like to continue being the good person and just knowing what they like, then I can continue making them happy. Mm-hmm. I really like quality time. Quality time mm-hmm. is really nice. And like the quality time without the phone or the TV. I find phones have become a real big pain in the rear end. They're always attached at the hip. <laughs> they are. I've even noticed that even with myself, like how much I'm online. Mm-hmm. And especially now I think with texting, because it's a way of mode of communication. Like even in this conversation, like Ryan messaged me, something happened at the park. So I had, you know, you look at it quickly. You're like, oh, for cripe's sakes, like put your phone away. Okay. Closing, closing thoughts. Do you have a question for Mel or I? Or both of us? Q&A with yeah. Mel and Kay. Yeah, we haven't talked about them <laughs> um i'm just surprised that you two don't really do anal <laughs> guess that's why you two never shitty shit yourselves you don't do that much anal no i know Alex? i don't i don't i just i i just i take a lot of like different types of like natural laxative because i always have constipation issues so when i gotta go i gotta go that's my issue well no the truth is is i've trusted too many farts I like how this conversation has also come full circle. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You know, okay. I'm not against anal, but I also, I like like a little cheeky finger up there once in a while, but not a full on penis. Yeah, Yeah, like I'm I'd be, yeah, I'm in the same boat, Kay. I like your use of cheeky. I love the word cheeky. We need to use it more. I don't. Until really? I I moved here and oh. everyone says cheeky and I love uh, it yeah they're wearing off on me here <laughs> let's go for a little cheeky drink cheeky. yeah cheeky. ooh there there is drinks here called cheeky and they're so delicious they're like iced tea <laughs> with liquor in them they're so good oh. anyways yeah a cheeky little finger but and like if I'm with someone that doesn't have a massive wiener then sure if i'm drunk enough you can try and you can try and put it up there (laughs) what are you doing i'm stretching on my world background look oh nice stretch um people really appreciated the visual of how you looked 80 last podcast i know i enjoyed it too actually any final thoughts alex no i um I literally think it really feels good to just let out your bathroom breaks when you need to. I always carry on wet wipes just in case. You know how many cow patties I dropped on the pavement on the side of the road? I do, because you tell me about every single one of them. (laughs) I just can't. I'm like, I'm not going to live my life uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And it's better to let it out than in, as Shrek once said. Yep. It's better (laughs) out than in. Um... (laughs) It's like that farmer. Didn't a farmer watch you just shit on the side oh of the road or something? God, a I farmer watched you poop? Well, he came down the hill, and so then I'm like, oh my god. Well, I was I was just peeing, but I like was running down the hill, like pulling on my pants, like, holy fuck, it was so scary. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, one last story, I promise. This is I just need to tell someone this. So yesterday we went out to this like place and we were um fishing. And Summer and I, find, like, we had just finished up. Then we were sitting in the truck and we were looking out. And this guy was facing us. And I was like, Summer, is he, is he peeing? 
And she's like, am I looking at a wiener right now? And I was like, what is going on? And we're just like both staring out of the truck trying to figure this out, like out of the front windshield. And he's like literally facing us and he finishes peeing and then he gives us a thumbs up. <laughs> so much like, you, you guys are those fucking people. You guys, oh my God, mind your damn business. I'll never forget. I was fucking in the car with Zach one time and this fucking car, the windows were completely fogged. You couldn't see in the fucking car. It's in the middle of winter. And we're just parked off on the side of the highway. And this car slows right down. They wouldn't fuck off. And so finally I rolled my window down and I just stuck my hand out the window and gave him the thumbs up. Like, fucking move on, buddy. <laughs> okay. But you didn't even hear the whole story here. So so he pulls up his pants, gives us a thumbs up. And he is the one that peed in front of us. Like, he could have peed against a tire. He could have did anything. He just whipped it out right in the middle of nowhere. Like... Like, everyone could see him. He was not discreet about it at all. But this is the greatest part. Summer's like, Jesus, I even have my glasses on, and I just thought that was his thumb from here. (laughs) I know. And then another guy came out and did the exact same thing. What? Yeah, it was so weird. Like, they just walked to the front of your vehicle and peed? They were like, not, like, yeah, it was like in the front, but it was like, um, probably a few meters away, like four meters away, five. And he just, he wasn't peeing against anything; he was just peeing in the very short grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. That yeah, you're yeah. telling me. Yeah, hmm. we lost Mel. Maybe I don't know what she's oh, doing. Oh, I wonder but... if she had to pee really bad. Oh. She's peeing herself. No, sorry. My child was locked out of the house. <laughs> she was ringing the doorbell to get in. Oh, my God. Love I'm it. Sick. Hi, Mom. No. Okay. Okay. No. Well, Alex, as always, it's been a pleasure. And I, I'm really excited to see where you go with your PG-ness and why you're headed in that direction. So I feel like you're going to have to yeah. come back on again. Yeah, that's weird. All of a sudden, I'll be talking with an accent, drinking my tea with my fucking pinky out. Oh, no, dear. Oh, we don't talk like that here. Oh, gosh. I love it. Alex, I've met you twice. And I'm excited to come to your wedding as a wedding crasher. Even if you don't invite me, I'm coming. So, uh, oh, my. I'm like, I'll probably end up crashing my own wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Leave, come back, completely different ensemble. Yeah. And she'll be late. We all know that. <laughs> Oh, for sure. I've always said that, even about my funeral. If I don't get rolled into my own funeral late, I will haunt whoever made me early. <laughs> for sure. Oh, gosh. Okay. Well, friends. All right. Well, thank you for stripping with us. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. And as always, stay weird. <laughs>